from LapSpin.com, welcome to Lap Tracks. And welcome to the very first episode of Lap Tracks. My name is Mike from the Lap Spin Podcast. And each and every week, what we're going to be doing here is showcasing some of the best comics that are out there today and uh, giving you a little, little taste of some of their work, as well as showcasing or putting the spotlight on a state and the comedians that reside from that state. So, you know, just kind of internet loves lists. So that's what we're that's what we're doing. Put in a nice little theme. Today, we are putting the spotlight on Arizona. Arizona, three great comedians from the state of Arizona that call it home. Although one of them, you know, wasn't really from there originally, but he has kind of called it home long enough that I think he should be considered from Arizona. And that is the one and only Mr. Doug Stanhope. Uh, we also have a clip from Greg Proops, who is from Phoenix, and Sandra Bernhard from Saguaro. Saguaro. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm sorry if you're from Saguaro. But yeah, Doug Stanhope obviously is from Bisbee, Arizona. He currently resides there, and uh, he talks about that quite a, quite a bit. This is a track off Doug's last album, Beer Hall Push, which you can get now in stores, also on Netflix. It's called Incentive-Based Eugenics. Here you go. Anyone who has a cause in life where they put that much time and effort into trying to change something, how do you pick one thing? How do you, how do you wake up in the morning and look at the billions of things that suck on this planet? You log into your Yahoo News, and it's just countries you didn't even know were countries have problems you didn't even know existed. How do you pick one sliver of that and decide... That's the one we have to print up t-shirts and have a car wash. I would be so confused. I want to make change. I, how do you pick something if it hasn't affected you? Oh, juvenile diabetes? Well, I don't know, but I have lots of free time during the day. I guess I should... Do... Oh, wait, spina bifida. And the guy's right here, and he's uncomfortable to look at. So maybe I'll go with this guy's cause. And clitoral circumcision in the third world? And that... I know that gives me a handy excuse for not finding it, but that's selfish, and I have to stop thinking about me. Maybe we should, and as soon as you focus on one thing, here comes Sarah McLaughlin on the TV with the skinny, sad puppies and the abused in the arms of an angel. I don't know why animals always seem to trump any human cause, but they do, and now you're telling me about fucking corrective rape? which is some weird thing in South Africa, you know? Corrective rape is where they gang rape lesbians to try to cure them. And I wanna, I'm behind that just to bring attention to it because the term corrective rape is such a good comedy reference that I demand a bigger laugh when I mention corrective rape, but no one knows about it. So I wanna bring attention to your cause. I just don't know how you pick. If I had any cause over the course of my career that I've bitched the most about, it's overpopulation, which is the root of most of the other problems you care about, anti-children. But I don't know where to send a check. I don't know, like, what do you do? The only solution that I've ever come up with, which I, I think is great, but no one's gotten on board, uh, incentive-based eugenics. Eugenics was a practice of uh, sterilizing people. Hitler got a lot of the credit for it, but it was actually done in this country long before Hitler even though knew who he was mad at. He was, we were practicing eugenics 
in this country. Eugenics was the uh, practice of forced sterilization of undesirables, which sounds bad. Uh, and the way they did it was bad, because uh, they, they would, uh, first of all, the force is wrong. You don't force people to do things they don't want to do. And B, who decides who's undesirable? They were doing it in this country at the turn of the 20th century, which is the 1900s for a lot of my fans, uh, early 1900s, to uh, criminals, perverts, which is way too vague, uh, the mentally ill, mentally retarded, uh, homosexuals, which makes perfect sense. We don't want them breeding. Little queers running all up and down like gremlins. But if you took away the force and you just made it incentive-based for people willing to sterilize themselves, offer up some white trash prizes. You know, NASCAR pit pass, meet your favorite driver. All you gotta do is snip the sack. Really? Your supply of sunny delight. You want some Sunny D, don't you? All you're gonna do is putty up that front hole, lady. We still have two holes left to trick guys out of drinks at the bar. What are we gonna do? Are you telling me if I cut off my balls, I'm going crossbow hunting with Ted Nugent? Well, shit, yeah. No, no, sir, 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 wait. No, you don't actually cut off your balls. We just make a small incision with a local anesthetic. Fuck you, I want you to cut off my whole balls. I'm gonna hang them from my rear view mirror like a lucky rabbit's foot. I'm going crossbow hunting with the nudes. I ain't never won nothing in my life. That's a workable plan. The one and only Doug Stanhope, who you can check out in Athens, Georgia, March 25th at the Georgia Theater, March 26th in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the Vaudeville Cafe, and March 27th in Asheville, North Carolina at the Gray Eagle. For more information about tour dates, his podcast, and uh, that great album and more, go to DougStanhope.com. All right, up next... We have Greg Proops. Mr. Greg Proops is originally from Phoenix, Arizona. And this is a track off his last album called Greg Proops Digs In. And it is called James Bond and Wolverine. So this is something I saw today and I don't know if anyone saw it because it was so viral so soon. Um, Hugh Jackman and Daniel Craig are doing a play on Broadway. Did you say Hugh Jackman and Daniel Craig? Yeah, I fucking did. James Bond and Wolverine are doing a play together, you guys. If only the play was James Bond and Wolverine. <laughs> then... <laughs> there would be no way to keep us from going to see that. You couldn't sell enough fucking tickets to a play called James Bond and Meets Wolverine. On you know, Broadway keeps coming up with these recycled bullshit ideas. Let's recycle one that's a winner. I'm fucking all over James Bond Meets Wolverine as a play. I don't know what it is. It's probably David Hare. I didn't actually bother to look to see which playwright wrote it. I can't imagine it's good. And um, 
if you saw the video, a phone goes off in the crowd while they're doing it, and it's it's one of those horrible, fucking disappointing plays. Because when you go to a play, you want it to be like Aida, right? You want an elephant on stage, and you want a circus, and you want it to be like Cher's uh, 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 Cher's tour. She had like Cirque du Soleil, Lion King, every fucking element of every show from the last 25 years was in Cher's play. There was ragtime. Who knew what was going on at any point? People, spiders were sliding down. It was fucking awesome. Literally, an elephant came out in the middle of Cher's show. Uh, I don't know, you're probably thinking, Greg, did you really go see Cher? Yeah, I fucking did, all right? I didn't pay, but I went. It was great. And if there was ever a show concocted over a coffee table in Malibu, it was Cher's fucking show. Because if you were thinking about your big show that you're going to do, you go, well, maybe we should do this song and that song. They went fucking, I love The Lion King. I did too. Let's have that. And so an elephant came out in the middle of Cher's show, you know. So, when you meet a boy that you like a lot, there's an elephant there. I don't know. Why? That's so awesome. And uh, so the Hugh Jackman and Daniel Craig one is one of those spare, fucking horrible, Peter Brook piece of shit, fucking reductive. We don't need a set because acting is strong and powerful. Fuck you. I paid $85 to see Spider-Man fight fucking Wolverine or whatever. I want to... Build a set, you cocks. There's two chairs. They're both wearing regular clothes. They don't even have like velvet brocade jumpsuits on, which is how I would dress Daniel Craig. I would put Daniel Craig in leather underwear, super S&M, you know, with the fucking straps going across, a ball gag dangling so he could put it in if he wanted. Am I right? I mean, that's how you want them. They're in like regular clothes, you know. And, and so Hugh Jackman's performing his acting and... Uh, Goes, uh, he's good, he's good, he's good. He played Peter Allen, which is very brave. And, because no one liked Peter Allen then, much less later when we dragged Peter Allen back. So he, he's doing his acting and whatever, it's a monologue. Oh, and you know, because he's acting, I'm doing a voice and whatnot, you know. And uh, you hear a phone go off in the crowd. And he, and then the phone goes off again. And he, hey, pick up, in character, he's still doing the voice. Why don't you pick up the phone? He's, you know, Popeye has jumped out of the cartoon and it's fucking Bluto's phone is ringing. Why don't you pick up the phone? And I've heard bad riffing before and I have, they were like, the, 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 the caption was, can you believe how well they handled it? Even in character, they told the guy to turn the phone off and shit. Like, I don't know if you've ever been out before. But again, as a comedian, having performed for the last 48 years all over the world, um, this shit happens every fucking night and you fucking deal with it and you get Western on people and crush them like a fucking jelly bean in two seconds with a rapier-like laceration of fucking wit that scalds them like blinding fucking icicles flying into their eyes from a Northwester in a perfect storm that renders them fucking helpless and their cerebral cortex falls out on the ground like a bowl of pudding and just squirtles around until fucking sheriffs come and get a dog to lick it up and shit. That's what I do every night. I'm supposed to fucking be impressed. I mean, how I haven't... He told the guy to pick up his fucking phone call? You're fucking joking. You're Hugh Jackman. Leap from the fucking stage and use the adamantium fucking razors that come out of your hands to fucking, whew, just the carotid artery, right? Just leave the guy bleeding. His head, just two twin jets of blood coming out where the head was, right? And have the audience just, 
and just be like, anybody else got their phone on? Bub? Mr. Greg Proops, who can be seen at South by Southwest coming up this weekend, as well as in West Hollywood, California on the 19th and Los Angeles on the 24th. For more show dates and for Greg's podcast, The Smartest Man in the World, gregproops.com. All right, last up on the show is Miss Sandra Bernhardt, who is originally from Seguro, Arizona. I apologize if I'm butchering that again. She doesn't have a new album out recently, but she is performing in a one-woman show that I'll get back into a little bit later. But first, I want to play you the clip. This is an episode of First Amendment Stand-Up that was on Stars back in 2010, and this is part of her set from that show right now, Sandra Bernhardt. And I love my Twitter because I get out my little 140 letters and get my little messages out. But every few hundred people, somebody has to say, oh, will you ever be funny again, Sandra? (laughs) Invariably, it's some little English queen who lives in like some cold water flat outside of London in some like faux Vivian Westwood fantasy. And I just go, you're blocked, bitch. So now you don't have to worry about this shit anymore. Blocked, blocked, and blocked. So I don't want to know about it. Not long ago, um, Ariana Huffington, Greek, Ariana Huffington, formerly conservative, became a spiritualist, called me, she said, darling, please come out to Brentwood. I want to meet with you. I want you to be the face of 23-6, the comedy arm of the Huffington Post. So I dragged my ass out to Brentwood and outside of LA and brought my manager with me and we sat there and she had a cold and she was all doing her business and shit. And she said she wanted me to get up every morning and talk into a fisheye lens, just roll out of bed and sit there and talk to me. I said, no, 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 Ariana, I can't do this shit. I said, when I blog, I blog live. Because I want to give the kids glamour. I want to give you maquillage. I want to give you couture. Laquan Smith, Lady Gaga moments. I want to give you a Manolo Blahnik high heel T-strap that I bought here in Chicago at retail, honey. I walked into Neiman Marcus. Neiman Marcus here in Chicago. I said, bring me some Manolos out. Honey, and I said, here's my MasterCard. They said, oh, no, no. Only American Express or personal check. I said, personal check? Shit, I'll write this right now. And I cashed a check there, too. That's how old school Neiman Marcus is, honey. They turn the shit out in Chicago, and I love it. Like, when I finally got around to having my daughter, I did it in the 12th hour. I got pregnant like that. Boom. Ow. Everybody was jealous. Ooh, how'd that happen? I said, it's a spiritual moment. It's a spiritual hajera. And my daughter is not spoiled, honey. We keep an eye on her. There's no shit. She doesn't throw little fits, little hissy fits. And she didn't get all, like, fucked up and wanting to go to birthday parties every five minutes. (laughs) Beat the children. Old school. Fucking talk to me like that. She has a little friend named Havana. Yes, her mother is Cuban. Well, Havana had a birthday party a few years ago, and Cicely wanted to go, so we took her. It was at a cupcake cafe, a kosher cupcake cafe, because the shit needs to be kosher. But the cupcake thing has taken over. They've gone crazy. I know they've got cupcakes here, too, but in New York City, it all started at the Magnolia Bakery. 
on Bleecker Street. Honey, now they do the Sex in the City tours. They bring busloads of people and they stop at the Magnolia Bakery for a cupcake to get a little fat and then go sit on Carrie's doorstep. This shit is crazy. So I went there one day, it was my daughter's um, kindergarten birthday and I needed 30 cupcakes. I walked in and I said, I need 30 cupcakes. He said, we can't do that. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? I said, oh, no, 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 we can't give 30 cupcakes to one person. And I said, you guys are out of your mind with your old like 50s fantasy and your bandana and your hair and a teardrop tattoo on your eye. I'm out of here. I'm going over to D'Agostino's. I'm getting myself a Duncan Hines mix. I went home. I did 55 cupcakes, frosting, put them in boxes, $5.95. The shit was moist and delicious. Fuck you. People are always surprised to hear that I love football. I'm a football fanatic. Honey, but when the commercials come on, I don't want my daughter walking in and hearing about erectile dysfunction. She's 12 years old. I want her to have something to look forward to. And then there's that Cialis, of course. Cialis. It works for hours. If you find you have an erection that lasts more than seven hours, get your ass to the hospital. If your penis should fall off, put it in the fridge, pack it in ice, and bring it on down. We'll see what we can do about it for you. Crazy glue it back on, whatever it takes. Now, gentlemen, I don't, need to, I don't mean to be ageist or sexist, but would you please stop going on your six-hour bike rides? Would you stop your canoeing trips? You can't jump out of planes anymore. If you need to piss every 15 minutes, Keep your asses at home. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. The multi-talented Sandra Bernhardt, who you can see on tour with her new one-woman show, Sandyland, uh, and that's going to be in Richmond, Ontario this weekend. And then in April, she'll be performing at the Silver Center for the Arts in Plymouth, New Hampshire. More dates can be found at sandrabernhardt.com. Well, that's it for Laugh Tracks this week. Tune in next week where we get into some of the best comedians from the great state of California. There's so many, actually. They're going to split it into a couple of shows. So tune in next week to see who makes the first cut for California. Between now and then, make sure you go to allthingscomedy.com for some other great comedy podcasts. Everybody's on there. Everybody that is worth listening to, I'm telling you. Including my good friend Dylan, who is the editor-in-chief of LaughSpin.com. Another great place you can go for all your comedy news. And you can check out the LaughSpin podcast as well. There you go. That's it. We'll see you next week. Appreciate you guys listening. See ya. See ya.